2: This Habermitt hey, of Middlecoff segment is brought to you by Sherry's Berries, John.
0: Just go to berries.com. That's B-E-R-R-I-E-S dot com. Go to the microphone, top right corner, promo code HAM. And it's brought to you by Untuck It. Go to untuckit.com when you check out. Promo code HAM, 20% off. And Hair club. HairClub.com slash HAM. Go sign up today.
2: Now to the segment. Mint. Rockets-Warriors, game two. Did it, uh, did it live up for you? Tuesday night? Uh,
0: yeah, I mean, I, what I appreciated most about the game was the crowd. Like, to me, Daryl Morey and the Rockets antics. Sometimes the crowd, like, I, I couldn't afford to go to a game if I wasn't going to get a media pass too expensive. The crowd's a richer crowd, you know. Right. Like, you're paying a premium. Uh, but even the techie nerds and, and the people paying elite price, there was an edge to that crowd, which I, I the best – four games I've ever been to in my life in the NBA beside the the Game 7 that this girl I was dating at the time took me to. And I told her, you know, no strings attached. I'll go to the game with you. <laughs> She's like, I'll take you to the game. I'm like, okay, I want to go to the game. But those I know we games, haven't talked in three weeks, but... <laughs> it was more like two months. But, you know, we went. It was sweet. Uh, ran it into Nama Kisu, Jared Goff. Cool game. But to me, those OKC games, I I think I sat next to you all those games. Mm-hmm. There wasn't That was like peak Warriors, still kind of, you know, it wasn't inexpensive then, but it had a little more authentic feel. Uh, Probably, it wasn't probably like Clippers of the year before or anything, right? Or two years before, but it just had an edge to it, and I kind of felt that on the crowd last night. And, And to me, the players, like, I thought last night the two guys that really stood out, I don't even need to read their box score, beside Iguodala and Draymond, who come back to playoff version. Mm -hmm. Steph and Clay. just the intensity in which they play with. How about Steph on defense? Just how hard he tries. And to me, that's a... That's a product of just the fucking feeling the crowd, feeling the edge of the series. I, I enjoy that as a fan, just watching the energy. And I'll give the Rockets credit, too. They played hard.
2: Yeah, I, I thought, Jane, you know, first of all, with Steph, I, Steph you know, Steph missed a, a number of early threes. And then, of course, the one he hits is the is the high degree of difficulty shot. And then it kind of—but I'm with you on his defense. Um, I, I thought one of the highlights of the night was when he kind of ripped—not ripped, I mean— knocked jarred loose the ball when James was trying to go up for a three late in the game right in front of the sideline and across from the benches and you know all the warrior fans were right there I think you're right I think the Maury story the referee story got everybody kind of amped up um I would have liked to have seen the Warriors once they got control of the game just finish it off not have Harden get that steal all of a sudden it's a four-point game with two seconds left three seconds left out of nowhere not that the game was in doubt but I do
0: think either is a good team, so it's just yeah. good no, teams in the playoffs and he's an all time great player.
2: They are. I, I do think I've disagreed with a, a number of people. I think I've dis, I think a number of people would disagree with this. When the Warriors were at their best, I to me they're better than four points better than the Rockets. I don't know if that's something people agree with or not. That's just how I feel watching the game. Um but I feel you. But yeah, I mean I, I thought I, I thought
0: at at, at home.
2: Yeah, I just I think the Warriors' best is just more than four points better than anybody else in the NBA. Um, but, I, I, but, I, 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 but I can that, see that. Okay, so maybe yeah. So there might there might be some disagreement there. But I thought you know Steph running out with that finger when you didn't quite know what happened. You texted me right away. Did he just break his finger? And well, I th- someone I who, thought he
0: broke I thought he broke his hand just the way he was holding his hand before I saw the finger. You know,
2: someone who sprained a finger yesterday, John, on my uh, on my shooting hand how'd you do that uh, trigger finger uh just you know dropped a weight and it bounced back up uh, you know i kind of lost it was really heavy you know so i lost 100 pound dumbbell yeah and it just kind of cracked my finger not a very if you had seen the injury you'd be like what that's what <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> uh but i was a little concerned now steph as it turned out was fine i I also got concerned when James left the game. I don't want James Harden out of the series. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't want that. So I'm glad he came back.
0: Not and- at all. Well, to me, I got a little nervous. Like, God, he's been gone for a while. Did, like, he pop an eye? That's what I thought. Like, he legitimately might not come back. I, I got nervous that his, that his like, game was over. But then he came back in typical James fashion. Yeah, I, I, I mean, do you think he really can't see I'm not trying I don't question, like, his toughness because clearly the way he plays, he's a tough guy. But I think him and LeBron, for example, are just so dramatic. Sometimes it's hard to totally know, like, is he okay? You know, like, LeBron, did you break your hand or did you just put the splint on for dramatics? Like, James, when they got you in the slow motion of, like, taking the free throw – And, I mean, I I think I'm kind of losing my sight. So sometimes, like, I'll be looking at a computer or looking at a TV, and, you know, you squint. Like, is he doing this to do it, or is he really struggling? And then in the press conference, I went to bed, but someone sent me a text that he did not look at any reporters, you know, because in that room where they did work, well, the reporters are kind of, you know, the lights. He could, he didn't want the lights to, I don't know, burn the retina Uh, because he did get ice scraped. But I don't know.
2: So I think you're right to be pessimistic. I mean, I, I think I think that injury was pretty legit. Like, his eyes were bloodshot, both of them. Um, so I could, I, could, I could see it being real. Like, whether he needed to squint as much as he did, always the blinking, I could understand that it would feel to him like, at minimum, like he's got something in his eye. Like, it looked to me like that's how that would feel at at best. Like, there's just something in there that you can't quite shake loose. Um, like an eyelash, you know what I mean? The way an eyelash or for people that wear yeah. contacts, a folded over contact. So I buy it. Like, I, I think he was playing at, I, I think he was, I, I think it was impressive. I, I think it was impressive. Did you notice how the warriors were jumping to the side of every jumper? Mostly like every I, perimeter I jumper, the warriors were going to the side and like waving the arms over the top. Like they were ready just in case that was going to be The referees thing flipped. Too. Yeah.
0: How about this, uh, we don't talk about quote unquote game plans. Just I, I don't think like we we more talk casually about basketball than really getting like the nitty gritty like a Zach Lowe show or something. More like football. You know we kind of sometimes dive into a game plan, a nitty gritty of a certain something happened in a game. What Ron Adams is doing to the lobs of like sending the guy that's covering the three point shooter to come down and Clay Thompson had like an Ed Reed pick last night, high pointed the ball. And those guys on TNT, and I thought Kenny, who when Chuck and Shaq are kind of fucking around, will make some good basketball points sometimes. He basically said the big problem right now, no one runs the pick and roll better than Chris and James with Capella. Well, the role doesn't exist right now because this game plan, they can't throw the lops. When when you just watch like on a January day, if you're at home watching Houston play, whoever, Utah, Portland, whatever. And they're just, they're rolling. They, where they kick your ass, not just they don't just hit threes and James goes nuts, is they keep you off balance because they hit these fucking lobs back to back to Capella. So then you freak out and then it opens the three point shooters to him. The lobs right now are not there for Capella, so him and his little blonde thing in his hair, he he's been terrible, guy. He looks like they, a they big
2: make, Dennis Schroder.
0: That's a good call. <laughs> but he can't. He's not hurting them. Yeah. Where the and he's really he's hurting the Rockets big time. So the and the Warriors kind of role players, which is it's crazy to call like Draymond and all role players are just kicking the shit out of the Rockets. Just making plays, dunks. Iguodala's three-point shot, even when it misses, I I'm like I, historically I'd always be like, "Oh no." Now it's like, "God, oh, it's going in." It it's isn't it doesn't it look pretty pure right now? It does. The arc? Yeah. He's got they, arc, he's got an arky three-point shot. They
2: they left him on one yesterday. And he just, he nailed it uh, in front of the Rockets bench. I, I'm with you. It's a good point, though. I feel like the Warriors on defense just look like they know what's They just know, it feels like they know what's coming.
0: You think it's Ron Adams? Hell yeah, I think it's Ron Adams. Yeah, I mean, this is, this is when Ron shines. Like, this is Ron's series, right? He's playing one of the best offenses ever. Some of the more, you know, the most dynamic, you could argue, offensive player they've ever played over this run since Ron Adams has been there. LeBron James a better player, but James just pure offense in a vacuum. I mean, guy, he averaged 36 points this year. I know.
2: I mean, yeah, LeBron...
0: I'm not saying he's a better player than LeBron. I'm just saying just offense in a vacuum, James, is arguably one of the most unique players we've ever seen.
2: For sure. I think, but remember, like, LeBron would take them down into the post, and you're trying to throw, you would, like, start the game with Harrison on him, and then it'd be... Yeah, I mean,
0: they had problems.
2: Uh... But yeah, I mean James has been When this series started, I thought it was a 6 or 7 game series. Do you think it gets past 5 right now? Warriors 2-0 going back to Houston? Can it go to 6?
0: Uh I thought Charles had a good point last night like the they can't afford to split. They have to get two games. Houston. Houston. Yeah. To me a split, you're probably screwed in game 5. Uh it's 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 just got to happen for him now. Do do you think did did you feel an effect watching that game from Daryl Morey or not really? Yeah,
2: yeah, I think the Warriors were more locked in. I didn't think the officiating affected anything, but I don't think it helped the Rockets.
0: I don't. I I completely. I think it completely backfired on. It just Darryl.
2: elevated the emotion. I thought of the series. on
0: them and the crowd yeah. and. I I just keep getting back to would Pat Riley, Phil Jackson, or Popovich in Game One when you're not totally desperate yet. Of gone all in like that and Shaq said, Shaq said, I used to, it used to bother me so much with officials. And and I, I do feel if people forget now, but like Shaq was just, people would take like baseball bats to him. And he, I don't, he wouldn't complain quite like those guys. Like, but he, you could tell, like it would get into his head. And he's like, Phil Jackson by like year two told me, stop fucking worrying about it. You can't control, like you're, you're spending, you're wasting your emotion on this. Let I'll deal with it. Through the press, but we're not going to complain about it. And did you notice last night? He got the T, but he got it got rescinded a couple times. Draymond, clearly they hammered it home. Like just walk away. And he got a couple fouls, and he just smiled. It was kind of like atypical Draymond.
2: Yeah. Well, it's yeah, it's almost like they said, look, man, the only way that we that this series now goes sideways is like let's say something happens, like you you know, like in the Cavs series, like something happens and you get suspended for a game. But as long as we're our best team. They're not going to beat us.
0: I, I, you and I said this yesterday, and I felt this watching because I, I like the guy. I, I feel Mike D'Antoni. Like it's not fair to do that to your coach when you're the GM yeah. after the series. I, okay, but game one—that's when also, you're just sitting in the stands. I, I think it's pretty fucked up. I think it was a miscalculation. That
2: yeah, I think it, I'm with you. Miscalculation. But, but and, me, and now you've got to manage. Now you've got to manage the players after you've made public. We've got a built-in excuse.
0: Do you know what's funny, though, guy? When we say miscalculation, we act like it was calculated there was any other result. Like, Daryl, what did you think was going to happen? Any smart basketball person, like if you would have said this to Steve or Pop or Terry Stotts or in his prime Phil Jackson or Pop, they would have been like, that's the dumbest idea going. Like, no. Yeah, you mean
2: like we're not going to suddenly turn on game two and they're calling everything in your favor?
0: Well, I just think they would have been anti. Like, if you would have said, do you think it's a good idea – To leak our internal studies of the proprietary information and make and triple down on this. They would have said no. Let's just focus on game two. If after the series we get rat fucked, then yeah, we'll go all in. But we we will do ourselves a disservice. And like you said, what is the number one thing coaches always hammer home? Like you always try to avoid built-in excuses. Built-in excuses. Because – and they can kind of indirectly do it but when you just never make an excuse no one ever has an excuse like they kind of had an excuse even though it wasn't even valid right
2: i don't i don't like it i don't like it so do, so at right now five games or six games what what feels more right uh and i don't count out james Harden. like i don't take james yeah Harden. i
0: mean i i i'm hoping for six but yeah. i i don't know i i just that that game won... I think it's hard to come back from that. I agree. And now, and now his eyes is who
2: knows. Well, that's one of those. I wouldn't be shocked if you tell me in two days it, it like feels worse to him. I don't know. I don't know how that. I'm no eyeball expert, but maybe it'll be better. The fact that he came back. Um, how,
0: I mean, how good is Kevin right now?
2: <laughs> Going down with a bang, John.
0: Just, I, I kept saying, like, you know what? If he leaves without winning championship. He might not get a standing ovation. He doesn't deserve it in perpetuity. Like, yeah, he's pretty damn good. Yeah, he's you know? pretty, good. pretty damn good. <laughs> he's pretty good. It might be Steph's team and all, but Pete Kevin, just Pete Kevin in the playoffs is probably more dominant than even just Pete Steph. Like, it is, it is literally unstoppable. Because there's the dude's right in his face. There's just a just, physical nature to him that you can't duplicate. He's seven feet fucking tall. Like even Jordan and Kobe, like, they had to jump. Like, he just... He just goes right up above you. It's amazing.
1: This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call, quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger.